Welcome to Whole Healthy Living with your host, Sharon Brennan. Our show will provide the expert information you need to clean up your body and environment to live a vibrant life. You'll learn about harmful toxins, detoxification, proper nutrition, and much more. Learn how you can live clean in our toxic world. Now, here is Sharon Brennan. Welcome back to Whole Healthy Living, Clean Living in a Toxic World. I'm your host, Sharon Brennan, licensed and board-certified holistic health coach and nutritionist. Today, I have a very interesting show lined up for you. I have Dr. Natasha Campbell-McBride joining me to talk about GAPS, Gut and Psychology Syndrome. Dr. Natasha is a medical doctor, holds a Master's of of Medical Science in Neurology and a Master's of Medical Science in Nutrition. Dr. McBride graduated with honors as a medical doctor in 1984 from Basher Medical University in Russia. Following that, she gained a postgraduate degree in neurology. After practicing for five years as a neurologist and three years as a neurosurgeon, she started a family and moved to the UK. It was during this time that Dr. McBride developed her own theories on the relationship between neurological disorders and nutrition and went on to complete a second postgraduate degree in human nutrition at Sheffield University in the UK. Dr. McBride returned to practice in 2000 and runs the Cambridge Nutrition Clinic. She specializes in using a nutritional approach as treatment and has become recognized as one of the world's leading experts in treating children and adults with learning disabilities and other mental disorders, as well as children and adults with digestive and immune disorders. Dr. Natasha, it's a great pleasure to have you on my show today. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello. I'm, I'm delighted to be here. Great. Dr. Um, Natasha, do you go by Dr. Natasha or do you prefer Dr. McBride? I'm happy with Dr. Natasha. Okay. It's shorter. <laughs> All right. Very good then. Um, Dr. Natasha, tell me about how you developed your theories on the relationship between neurological disorders and nutrition. When I worked as a neurologist, as a young doctor, I've noticed that all of my chronic patients had digestive problems. And of course, the uh, neurologists generally don't deal with digestion. They just invite a gastroenterologist to look at that. But I questioned it and I wondered why and uh, what has it got to do with the multiple sclerosis or Guillain-Barre or neuropathies or any other chronic neurological disorder. And then when I started my own family, my first child was diagnosed autistic at the age of three which threw me into a very steep learning curve. I had to find a solution for my child. And uh, that learning curve led me to uh, getting rid of autism. He now is a healthy young man, leading a perfectly normal life. He's at university at the moment. And uh, what I've learned through my own child, I started applying in my clinic and uh, helped thousands of autistic children around the world to recover the same way. And as I was working with autistic individuals, I've discovered that the parents of these children are very sick people themselves, that they have chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia and allergies and autoimmune disorders and skin disorders and chronic cystitis and mental issues as well quite often, which are much milder than autism, such as a little bit of depression, maybe some memory lapses, maybe emotional instability, poor sleep and things like that. And also I've noticed that the siblings of autistic children, they were not autistic, but they had digestive disorders and they had allergies and they had immune abnormalities and they had some behavioral problems as well, uh, which were not severe enough to diagnose anything, but they were still affecting the child's life. So the whole family had to be treated. And having been a, a medical doctor trained in Russia, I was very well versed in gut flora because research into gut flora in Russia started in the 1930s. And throughout the whole of the uh, 20th century, a huge amount of information has been amounted there. And we were taught that information in the medical school. My own child had severe digestive problems. And I knew that his autism must be stemming from the digestive system. And when I implemented the diet which changed his gut flora and healed and sealed his gut wall, his autism has disappeared. And I have replicated that in thousands and thousands of patients with uh, children and adults with autism and ADHD and dyslexia and dyspraxia and other mental issues. And 
people with allergies and autoimmune disease, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, and all sorts of other physical chronic conditions. So based on my work, um, I have created a condition, a diagnosis, which is called gut and psychology syndrome, which abbreviates to GAPS. Later on, as I was working with more adults than children, I have developed uh, another name, gut and physiology syndrome, which in the English language happily abbreviates to the same GAPS. So that is the GAPS syndrome, which is made out of gut and psychology and gut and physiology syndrome. Basically, what we have here, we have a person with abnormal gut flora. Whether it's a child or an adult, their gut flora is abnormal. The balance, the very complex diversity and balance in the gut microbes has been upset. As a result, the beneficial microbes uh, disappeared or greatly reduced in numbers. So the pathogenic microbes took over. They started dominating the gut. And these pathogens digest the food in their own way, converting it into a whole host of very toxic chemicals, very toxic substances. At the same time, they damage the integrity of the gut wall of the person. So all these toxins absorb into the bloodstream and get distributed around the body. And wherever they get to, they cause symptoms, they cause disease. If they get into the brain of the child or the adult, they would cause gut and psychology syndrome where every brain, every human being is a unique individual and every brain will produce its own unique mixture of symptoms. In Dr. one person, oh. that's right, in one person, this bunch of symptoms may fit into the diagnostic box of autism and another person, they may fit into the diagnostic box of ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, and another person, it may fit into schizophrenia or obsessive compulsive disorder or some other psychiatric disorder. But in the majority of people, they do not fit into any diagnostic box because all these diagnostic labels are only descriptive. They do not include in themselves what causes the disorder and what can we do to actually get rid of it. They can only control it. Um, where majority of people have a mixture of symptoms which do not fit into any established diagnostic box. So these people usually receive diagnosis much later or, you know, go from one specialist to another, particularly children. But in reality, what's happening there, the brain is clogged with toxicity, which is coming out of the digestive system of the person. At the same time, the brain is bombarded by autoimmune complexes because when the gut wall is damaged and porous and leaky, it develops holes in it, food doesn't get the chance to be digested properly before it absorbs. All proteins in these people absorb undigested. And when the immune system finds these elements of protein in the bloodstream, it doesn't recognize them as food and attacks them. It develops antibodies against these fragments of protein and then these antibodies find similar tissues in your own body and attack them as well. That's how autoimmunity develops. Because we all went through 4 billion years of evolution on this planet. We all started from some blob of jelly in the sea. So we all went through the whole evolutionary process of being all these different life forms until we um, became humans. And so the proteins that your body is made from are very similar to the proteins that your food is made from. So once those food proteins don't get digested properly and your immune system has developed an antibody against them, it will find similar kind of tissues in your own body and attack them as well. So the brain in people with these conditions is under autoimmune attack. All of these conditions, all mental illness has an autoimmune component. So of course, these patients cannot function properly and of course, uh, the brain cannot function properly. Uh, I would like to mention autism here because we have an absolute epidemic of autism. It has been predicted by 2025 or so, one in two children will be diagnosed autistic in the English-speaking world. It is an absolute disaster. Vast majority of these children are born with a perfectly normal brain. These are perfectly normal children. But what happens to these children that from the moment of birth, they acquire abnormal gut flora from the mother and the father. Because as far as we know, while the child is spending nine months of its life inside the mother's womb during pregnancy, it has no gut flora. The gut wall is sterile. When does the baby acquire gut flora? 
When the baby goes through the birth canal, at the moment of birth, it swallows first mouthfuls of bacteria, whatever lives in mom's birth canal, and that becomes the child's gut flora. Where does the flora in the birth canal come from? From the bowel of the woman. So if the woman has abnormal gut flora herself, she will have abnormal flora in her birth canal, and that is what she's granting her child uh, with from the, moment, from the first moment of the child's life. Fathers are not exempt because they've got their own flora in their groin, which is also coming out of the father's bowel. So if a father has abnormal gut flora, he will have abnormal flora on all his um, groin organs, and he shares that flora with the mother on a regular basis. In my clinic, about 100% of mothers of autistic children and children with schizophrenia and children with epilepsy and children with other severe disorders, diabetes type 1, have abnormal gut flora themselves. And that's what they've passed to their child at birth. So these children develop abnormal gut flora from the beginning. This flora damages the gut wall and it turns the gut into a major source of toxicity in the body. Instead of being a major source of nutrition for the child, the gut becomes a major source of toxicity. A river of toxins flows from the gut to the brain and clogs the brain with toxicity. How does a child learn? How do our babies learn in this world? They use their senses. They use their hearing, their eyes, their tactile sensitivity, their taste buds, their smell, and other sensory organs to collect information from the environment. Children listen to everything, they touch everything, they take everything in their mouth, they, they stare at everybody, they look at everybody. They're collecting information. And then this information is passed to the brain to be processed. And that's how the child learns. Now, this is mommy and this is daddy. I can trust them. And these are toys. I play with them like this. And this is a food. I eat it. These are other children. I copy them. But if the child's brain is clogged with toxicity... It cannot process all that sensory information appropriately. All these uh, signals coming from the senses of the child turn into a noise, into a mush in the child's brain. And from that noise, the child cannot extract anything useful. As a result, autistic children don't learn that this is mommy and daddy. They are known to pick up a hand of any stranger on the street and walk away with mommy running behind and screaming his name. Because mommy doesn't mean any more than any other human being around. They don't know what to do with toys. They don't know what to do with um, food. They don't know how to copy other people. As a result, they develop autism. If the mixture of toxins coming to the brain is different in a child, then the child may not become autistic but become hyperactive or dyslexic or dyspraxic or aphasic or schizophrenic or develop another bunch of symptoms which do not fit into any diagnostic box. And the same thing happens with uh, adults with mental illness. These people are very toxic, and this toxicity is coming from their digestive system. Schizophrenics, which is the most severe psychiatric disorder, are uh, very ill people physically. They have serious digestive problems, serious digestive disorder. They have arthritis. They have painful joints, painful muscles. They have all the symptoms of fibromyalgia at the same time with schizophrenia. And they have chronic cystitis and all sorts of uh, other problems. Uh, because their gut is damaged, because the gut flora is very toxic, very abnormal, dominated by pathogenic microbes, and uh, as a result, these, children, these people are so sick. If this river of toxicity, when it leaves the gut, uh, goes to another organ in the body, then it would um, cause a physical disorder. If it launches itself into the lungs, the person can develop asthma, or emphysema, or some other lung disorder. If it lodges itself into the kidneys, the person may develop nephropathy. If it lodges itself into the joints and muscles, the person will develop fibromyalgia. So fibromyalgia is born in the gut of these people. I'd like to talk more about, um, if you would like me to continue, Sharon, I'd like to talk about the mechanism of We've how... We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back, and you can pick up from there. Okay. Your life, your health, your network. 
You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Victory Nutrition International is a company that developed with the vision of truly transforming lives. Our liquid, multivitamin, and mineral is unlike any other on the market today. Designed by seasoned professionals using the latest proprietary technology, it is the only supplement that delivers more than 100% nutrition directly into your cells and changes cells in just five minutes. Most of us are not consuming the nutrition we need, which contributes to degeneration, deterioration, decay, premature aging, and disease. Please visit VNI Life. Dot com forward slash whole healthy living and order your sample today. The Weston A. Price Foundation provides accurate information on nutrition and health. Find out why butter is a health food, what's wrong with modern soy products, and why good health is found in the wise food traditions of our ancestors. Visit our informative and fascinating website at www.westonaprice.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Whole Healthy Living with Sharon Brennan. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to wholehealthylivingradio at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Okay, we're back. Dr. Natasha, why don't you pick up where you left off? Okay, so let's talk about fibromyalgia. What happens in these people? These undigested proteins that uh, absorb from your damaged digestive system, they attract the attention of the immune system. And many of these toxins like to attach themselves to various other proteins in your body. They like to target them. Various toxins have that ability because simply by their biochemical three-dimensional structure, they fit like a key in a lock with different receptors in your own body. About third of all proteins that your body is made from is called collagen. It's an elastic protein, and without it, you know, it holds our bodies together. Without collagen, our body would be simply a puddle on the floor. It's particularly richly represented in the joints, in the bones, in the muscles. It's actually the skeleton of the muscle, and the skeleton of your bone is made out of collagen. It is in your facies, and it is in all the connective tissue that connects and holds together your organs and your muscles and your tissues, and your skin is attached to you on the outside using collagen. Trouble is that collagen has many receptors on it, sulfur-containing receptors, which are targeted by the most commonly produced toxins in the gut. Toxins that are produced by candida, overgrowing yeast in the digestive system, and by some other very common pathogens that overgrow in people with abnormal gut flora. When these toxins absorb, they come to collagen, they find collagen in your body, attach themselves to collagen, and as a result, they change the three-dimensional structure of that molecule. Your immune system goes around your body surveying it all the time. And when it finds this changed collagen in your body, it looks at it and and says, you're not mine. I don't recognize you. I haven't seen you before. And it attacks it. And first, the immune system will use nonspecific immediate responses, such as inflammation. It will attack that molecule of collagen, whether it's in your joint, in your bone, in your muscle, in your fascia, or in your ligament somewhere, or some other connective tissue, some other supportive structure in your body. And what is inflammation? Inflammation is characterized by four things. Pain, swelling, redness, and heat, and limitation of function. So that place that is being attacked by your immune system, where inflammation has been launched, will be painful, will be swollen, your movement in that area will be limited, and it will be hot quite often. That is inflammation. So if a bunch of these molecules came in and attached itself to various muscles in your body, to collagen molecules in there, to various facials, to various ligaments, you will be hurting all over. 
because the inflammation will be launched all over to clean those molecules. Inflammation is a wonderful tool our immune system uses. It's very effective at killing infections, at removing toxins, at neutralizing toxins, at cleaning us up. So in a few hours, inflammation will clean those molecules of collagen up, leave them nice and new, just like new, remove the toxins, and you'll be fine. So if this toxicity comes into your body occasionally, then the immune system can keep a tab on it and can keep up with the whole situation. But if your gut flora is progressively deteriorating and deteriorated to a certain level, that river of toxicity never stops. It keeps coming. It keeps attaching itself to your collagen molecules all over your body. So your immune system keeps trying to launch inflammation to clean up those collagen molecules. And as a result, you're in pain all over. Your joints hurt. Your muscles hurt. You have a headache. You have a neckache. Your spine hurts. The whole lot. All your fascias are hurting. Your whole body hurts as a result. And that is fibromyalgia. Give the immune system a couple of months it will start developing antibodies against those molecules of collagen which are changed by toxins. So you will have an autoimmune component launched in a couple of months from the beginning of this situation. So, so on top of inflammation that is constantly going on in your body, you will have autoimmunity as well. So your own immune system will be attacking your collagen, destroying your collagen. That is why many people with fibromyalgia have low muscle tone and low density of their muscles and develop osteoporosis as well because the bones and the muscles, their skeleton, their structure is made out of collagen. And if your, your own immune system is destroying all that collagen, knocking it out, then your bones are becoming thin and porous and your muscles become uh, develop uh, low tone and uh, their density goes and the strength goes in your muscles and the proper coordination of your movement goes in the muscles. So that's basically how it develops. So in order to deal with the situation, what we need to do is to focus on the gut. Because if your tap in the kitchen is leaking and your floor is covered in water, before you start mopping the floor, what do you need to do first? You need to fix the tap. You need to stop the leak, don't you? The leak comes from the digestive system and it isn't just a, a drip drip, it is a river that is flowing, river of toxins that is flowing from your gut into your system, into your whole body. So what we need to do, we need to heal and seal your gut wall. Close all the holes in your gut wall. So the food has the chance to be digested properly before it absorbs. And only when you've done that, your allergies and food intolerances will disappear. Only when the food starts digesting properly. And in order to do that, we need to change your gut flora. We need to drive the pathogens out and we need to um, replace them with the beneficial flora. And that is what GAPS nutritional protocol achieves. That is what I have developed it for because initially I was working with autism and autistic children have very damaged gut wall and very abnormal gut flora. So what we do with the GAPS nutritional protocol, it is a program made out of three elements. One is diet, which is called the GAPS diet. Another one is supplementation. And the third one is lifestyle changes, which are very varied and, and, and a very serious area that we have to cover. So let's have a look at the diet first. What we do with the diet, we remove all the foods which are difficult to digest, which feed pathogenic microbes in your digestive system, and which damage your gut wall, challenge your gut wall because they're difficult to digest. Because your gut wall is in a pitiful state, it's unable to digest food anyway, and uh, your pathogens, we need to drive them out, so we have to stop feeding them, otherwise we'll never get rid of them. So that is the first uh, thing that happens. The diet is divided into three stages. There is the introduction diet, there is the full GAPS diet, and there is a happy stage of coming off the GAPS diet. Because the beauty of GAPS diet is that you don't have to be on it for life. Once you fixed your digestive system, changed your gut flora, healed and sealed your gut wall, you can uh, reintroduce all sorts of foods back into your diet gradually, slowly, testing that your gut wall is managing with that. And eventually you can start eating everything you couldn't eat while you were on the GAPS nutritional protocol. GAPS introduction diet achieves deeper healing than the GAPS full diet, but it is more difficult to implement. So for many people, in fact, for majority of people with fibromyalgia, 
chronic fatigue syndrome and ME, myalgic encephalomyelitis, because you have so little energy, you have fatigue, I recommend you start from the full GAPS diet. It is much easier to implement. You can eat out on a full GAPS diet and you can order meals in and buy meals in uh, just as long as they comply with the full GAPS diet. Once uh, you've been on that full GAPS diet for a few months and you start getting some energy back and you start recovering a little bit, then you can think, organize yourself, maybe get some help, maybe get some couple of people who can help you with cooking and cleaning the kitchen and shopping. And then you can go through the introduction diet, which will achieve deeper healing for you and really propel you in your healing journey. I haven't got time to stop in great detail on the diet. Uh, please read my book, which is called Gut and Psychology Syndrome, which is a self-help book. It describes the diet in great detail, step by step. So uh, people just buy the book. Majority of people in the world just bought the book, followed it, and uh, got the results, achieved the healing. The second part of the protocol is supplementation. In the initial stages, we keep supplements to an absolute bare minimum. Because you don't want to put a lot of effort into healing your gut wall and then spoil the whole thing with a pill. Because many supplements have ingredients in them which can interfere with the healing process in your gut wall. So all we use really at the beginning is uh, probiotic, is a good quality probiotic, in parallel with fermenting foods. The major source of probiotic bacteria in the GAPS nutritional protocol are fermented foods, which you will need to start doing right from the beginning of the protocol. We use cod liver oil as a source of vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin K2, and, and some other substances, useful substances. We use fish oils in a combination with evening primrose oil. We may use some plant oils as well. And we use some digestive enzymes in people in whom it is uh, necessary. So that's the only really supplements that we use. If you work with a practitioner, an individual practitioner who is trained in GAPS nutritional protocol, and to date, I have trained about um, a thousand of practitioners in the GAPS nutritional protocol. They're called certified GAPS practitioners. And they're all listed on my website called gaps.me, G-A-P-S dot M-E, me. So if you need a supervision, if you need a practitioner to work with, you can go on my website, gaps.me, and find a practitioner which is local to you and will, which will work with you. The third part of the GAPS nutritional protocol is lifestyle changes and detoxification. We all have a so-called detox system in our bodies with the headquarters in the liver and departments in every cell of the body. It's, it's a cleaner in your body. It's a system that is very, very busy. Why did you develop fibromyalgia in the first place? Because your detox system got broken down. That river of toxicity which comes out from the gut wall hits the liver first. And if it is too much for the liver, your detox system can break down. And once it breaks down, that's when the energy goes. That's when people become tired and can't get out of bed and start developing all sorts of symptoms. Because as long as your detox system is functioning, it can cope with quite a serious amount of toxicity. And it has ways of removing toxic metals and all sorts of other toxins out of the body, which our science hasn't even discovered yet. It is an extremely powerful system. When you're working on healing and sealing your gut wall, your detox system will start recovering because it is a very hungry system. It requires high-quality nutrition to recover. And GAPS nutritional protocol is very nutrient-dense. You will be getting high-quality nutrition to restore your detox system. At the same time, that river of toxicity has to stop. So your detox system can pick itself from the floor and start recovering and start working again. So... As you start healing and sealing your gut wall, the river of toxicity will stop eventually. It will start, it will turn into a trickle, and then eventually it will stop. And that's when your detox system will recover. And as soon as it starts working, even 20%, even 30%, you'll wake up in the morning and you'll have some energy. You will have enough energy to get out of bed, brush your teeth, maybe make breakfast for your children, maybe do something, and then you'll need to rest. Because people with your condition have to pace themselves. As you continue working on your gut wall and as that river of toxicity completely dries out, your detox system will fully recover. And that's when it fully recovers. That's when it will start cleaning you up, removing all those toxins, cleaning up your collagen molecules in your body. So your immune system 
will have to stop launching inflammation and launching autoimmunity against your own collagen and uh, your symptoms will start disappearing, start melting away. An important part of uh, GAPS nutritional protocol is to stop adding toxicity for your detox system to deal with because it's already overloaded and it's already on the floor. It doesn't make sense to add more. That means you have to change your environment. You have to remove all man-made chemicals out of your life as much as you can. Your personal care products, your makeup, your shampoos, your cleaning chemicals, your perfumes, your deodorants, your the whole lot of chemicals, your, your dishwasher detergents. You have to wash your dishes by hand. Your washing powders, all sorts of things have to be removed. You need to spend as much time as possible outside in the fresh air, your, your, your condition permitting. You need to work on your mind, which I'm sure uh, Sharon has uh, talked about in other programs as well, which is very important because you need to be positive. Because emotions, what you have to understand, emotions are chemicals. Behind every emotion that we allow ourselves to experience, there is a chemical storm in your body. Positive emotions generate positive chemicals, positive hormones, positive enzymes, healing chemicals. So your body will be in a healing state when you are engaged in positive emotions. When you're engaged in negative emotions, when you're angry with somebody or resentful of somebody or sad about something or other negative emotions, you are creating a negative biochemical storm in your body, negative hormones, destructive chemicals, destructive enzymes. So you'll be damaging yourself even more every time you allow yourself to experience negative emotions. What you have to understand that emotions are created by us. They don't come from elsewhere. We create them. They're your emotions. So you ought to be in charge of them. So there is an, a lot of work that people with your condition have to do in order to take their emotions under control and allow themselves to experience only positive emotions, which means we don't watch anything negative on TV. We don't watch news and we don't read newspapers and we don't watch horrors and we don't watch dramas or anything like that. We only watch comedies and we only watch good feel things. We only read good things, good books, which create positive emotions. And we only meet people who make us feel good. And, and, and help us to create positive emotions within ourselves. We avoid people who do the opposite to us. It might sound selfish, but you have to restructure your life and your social life in such a way that you do pay attention to that. That is very, very important for you. That can drag you down quite seriously. So that is the three elements of the GAPS nutritional protocol. Sharon asked me a little bit more about the brain, about the leaky brain. Uh, the, the term leaky gut has been in existence for quite a long time. Many people heard it. This is when your gut wall is damaged and holes develop in your gut wall. So that river of toxicity just flows from the gut into your bloodstream and gets distributed around the body. Your gut wall is lined by very specialized cells called enterocytes. And these cells produce glue-like substances at their sides. So they glue each other to each other. So nothing from your gut is supposed to absorb between the cells. Those called tight junctions, they're glued together, the cells. The only way things absorb from the gut is as if the cell takes it inside itself, your nutrients that you've digested, analyzes it, that it's safe for you, and then it releases it into your bloodstream or lymph through the other end. But in a person with abnormal gut flora, Pathogenic microbes in the gut produce certain chemicals which dissolve that glue. They open up those tight junctions between the cells, and as a result, your gut becomes leaky, becomes porous. Then these toxins absorb into your bloodstream, are carried to your brain. Your brain has a, a so-called blood-brain barrier, another epithelial layer, which is made out of cells, which are brothers and sisters of those enterocytes in your gut wall. They're very similar. So once that chemical dissolves the glue in your gut wall, when it reaches the blood-brain barrier, it dissolves the same glue in the blood-brain barrier and opens it up to invasion. And that is what's called a leaky brain. Basically, these toxins, which are not supposed, and anything that is not supposed to get into the brain normally, suddenly floods, floods into the brain. So the brain gets clogged with toxicity, or the immune complexes, 
bits of undigested food with immune complexes attached to them and alive microbes and parasites and all sorts of things get into the brain. So, of course, the brain cannot function. And the same happens in all other organs which have epithelial layers in them. If it happens in the skin, the person develops eczema or psoriasis. If it happens in the lungs, the person develops asthma, emphysema, some chronic um, lung conditions. If it happens in other mucous membranes, um, you will develop other uh, disorders. So that is what the leaky brain is, and that's what, is what happens um, to people with abnormal gut flora. This is GAPS. To you, Sharon. Well, we're going to take another short break here, and we'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Victory Nutrition International is a company that developed with the vision of truly transforming lives. Our liquid multivitamin and mineral is unlike any other on the market today. Designed by seasoned professionals using the latest proprietary technology, it is the only supplement that delivers more than 100% nutrition directly into your cells and changes cells in just five minutes. Most of us are not consuming the nutrition we need, which contributes to degeneration, deterioration, decay, premature aging, and disease. Please visit vnilife.com forward slash whole healthy living and order your sample today. The Weston A. Price Foundation provides accurate information on nutrition and health. Find out why butter is a health food. What's wrong with modern soy products? And why good health is found in the wise food traditions of our ancestors. Visit our informative and fascinating website at www.westonaprice.com. Ouch! What do you think of when you think of dental procedures? Well, when you think about it, the teeth and the rest of the body are strongly connected. What happens in one part affects the other. In the Tooth Body Connection with host Dr. Don Ewing, we'll explain more about these concepts as well as discuss the role that your teeth play in your overall health. You'll learn about amalgams and how removing them the wrong way can be toxic to your body. Tune in Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Whole Healthy Living with Sharon Brennan. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to WholeHealthyLivingRadio at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Dr. Natasha, would you recommend eliminating the toxins from the body with a practitioner-guided detoxification program in addition to the GAPS diet? This sort of thing can be done quite a bit later because, as I said, when your tap is leaking in the kitchen, it's the tap you have to attend to first before start mopping up the toxins in the body. Because mopping up toxins in the body can cause quite a storm in its own right. For example, toxic metals, mercury or lead or arsenic or formaldehyde or other aldehydes or other toxins that um, people's bodies are full of, uh, particularly in people who have uh, abnormal gut flora. In order to remove every one of those molecules safely out of the body, shuttles have to be attached to that molecule. But first the molecule needs to be washed out of its storage site. Quite often, many of these molecules are fat-soluble, so they get stored in fatty tissues of the body. The brain is very fatty tissue, so the brain becomes a dumping ground, toxic metals in particular for mercury, aluminium, lead, and other toxic metals. Bone marrow is a very high-fat organ, so that becomes a dumping ground as well. Your adrenal system, your thyroid gland, your sex glands, and other uh, hormonal glands in the body are very high-fat tissues, pancreas. So they're becoming a, a, a dumping ground as well. So the first thing that needs to happen, you need to wash those toxins safely 
out of the storage site back into the bloodstream, then in the bloodstream, shuttles have to be attached to that molecule in order for the body to safely dispose of it through urine, through sweat, through stool or, or some other uh, way that the body wants to use. So, and that's what detoxification protocols try to do based on whatever science is available to them. It is a, a, a poor man's detox, I have to say. It is something because our science is never complete. Our science knows very little really about what's going on in the body. So I don't recommend this kind of interventions until quite a bit later in the program, at least two years later, at least even two it, years. As a practitioner, yes. even working with the, very deliberately with the adrenals and the liver methylation cycles and pathways, as well as the liver gallbladder bile, you don't think that... Um, the thing is that that's, that, that that's a lot of supplements and they will be interfering with the healing processes in the gut wall. You can use some herbs, but within the uh, GAPS nutritional protocol, we have a very powerful detoxification procedures already going. So you will be detoxifying while you're doing the GAPS nutritional protocol as it is. And you will be working very hard on restoring your own detox system. It is when your detox system kicks in, that's when you will really start cleaning up regardless of whether you're working with a practitioner, taking anything or doing nothing at all. I had a plethora of children, autistic children, who came to me to the first consultation with a thick bunch of tests. And some of those tests shown that the child has high levels of mercury and high levels of lead in their bodies. And parents, of course, were asking me questions, what do we do about this? In every case, I tell the parents, wait for at least eight months or to a year Let's work to um, restore the child's own detox system. Then we will retest. And indeed, in almost 100% of these children, when we retest a year later, these metals are gone or they are greatly reduced. And we haven't had to do anything about it because the child's own detox system got itself from the floor and it removed those things. And as I say, it's got ways of removing toxins that we can't even dream of yet. And they are safe. The body knows how to safely remove these things without causing trouble on the way. In terms of cleansing the liver and the bile ducts and the uh, gallbladder, we use coffee enemas in the GAPS nutritional protocol. And people with uh, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, and ME must do enemas regularly at home. So I do recommend that you get an enema kit from day one. And learn the chapter on enemas in my book. Because make no mistake, more than 90% of anything toxic floating in your blood comes out of your bowel. If you keep your bowel clean most of the time, and if you finish every enema with a coffee, um, the procedure is described in great detail on my website, How to Do a Coffee Enema, in the Frequently Asked Questions. I have a very extensive Frequently Asked Questions section on my website, gaps.me. So there you will find how to make the coffee and how to do the whole coffee enema. And if you finish every cleansing enema with a coffee, then you will cleanse your liver. You will flush your bile, uh, um, bile out from biliary ducts and from the uh, gallbladder. All the stones will be removed out of there. Parasites will be removed and toxins will be removed. And how if you frequently? Do that, you can do it on a daily basis. People with your condition may have to do it every day or every two days or every three days. The more your bowel stays empty most of the time, the quicker you will recover. Because as soon as you clear your bowel completely, all the way to the lower right corner of your bowel, where actually the intestine connects to the bowel, if you keep the whole bowel clean most of the time, then you will recover much, much quicker. And if I say you finish every animal with a coffee, you will flush your liver every time you clean your bowel and your liver will immediately flush the, the blood and clean up your blood. So your detox system will recover much quicker. There are some other things we do in the GAPS nutritional protocol, which are natural, which deal with uh, parasites and which deal with all sorts of things. Uh, we haven't got time to stop at it. But there's one issue I would like to stop on. Okay. In, order for, in order for you to restore your gut wall, your immune system and your detox system, you need to have high blood cholesterol level. So when you start the GAPS nutritional protocol, if your blood cholesterol goes high, that is a, a, a news to celebrate. You come home and you have a party about that. Don't listen to your doctor <laughs> because your doctor will be worried because they are brainwashed about cholesterol. Cholesterol is a number one healing molecule in the body. No scratch. 
no wound, no damage in the body can be healed without large amounts of cholesterol. So once your body starts healing, once those wonderful processes of healing kick in, your liver will start working very hard because blood cholesterol is maintained by your liver. The liver has a factory inside it which produces cholesterol, manufactures it. Your blood cholesterol doesn't come from food. That is a myth, a malicious myth that has been perpetuated in the world. Your food has nothing to do with your blood cholesterol. It is manufactured by your liver. And then the liver packages it into little shuttles called LDLs and sends it into the bloodstream to be delivered to the place that needs healing. Cholesterol is a healing agent. It's a healing agent. It's one of the major healing agents in the body. So many people, when they start the GAPS nutritional protocol, they say, I went to my uh, family doctor, he did a blood test, and my cholesterol is high. What's going on? So I'm explaining this to you in advance. This is an occasion to celebrate. In order to help the body, because your liver, that factory in your liver might be broken down. Indeed, in many people with fibromyalgia, would find that their blood cholesterol levels are low. Our doctors are trained to think that that's wonderful, absolutely fantastic. Just the opposite, that is very bad news. It means that factory inside your liver is broken down. It's unable to manufacture cholesterol. And that means you cannot heal. You will never heal until you restore that. So you need to give your body a hand by eating lots and lots of high cholesterol foods in your diet. Many people ask me immediately the same question. Everybody asks, what about my heart? What about heart disease? Uh, this is all a myth. Again, it is based on a hypothesis which has been proven to be false. Uh, for the last several decades, it has been proven. Having explained to a 100 patients that cholesterol and fats have nothing to do with heart disease, in fact, they prevent it and reverse it, I thought I'd better write a book about this. So I've written a book called Put Your Heart in Your Mouth. This is a a very old English proverb, put your heart in your mouth, which means to be so scared that your heart is beating in your throat and in your mouth. You can feel it that way. So that's the name I gave this book. This book will explain to you what actually causes heart disease and what doesn't cause it and what we need to do to prevent it and reverse it. So if you are worried about heart disease or your doctor is worried, read that book or give your doctor that book and that would put your mind at rest. Another book I would like to mention called Gaps Stories. I have been receiving letters from all over the world from people who recovered with the Gaps Nutritional Protocol. These people have um, had no consultations with anybody. They just bought the book, followed the uh, program in the book, and got the results. And many of these letters were so profound, so moving, so wonderful, that I contacted these people, got their permission, and published their letters as a book. We called it Gaps Stories. There are all sorts of conditions that people have recovered from in that book, including fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, myalgic encephalomyelitis, neuropathies, narcolepsy, schizophrenia, epilepsy, autism, uh, depression, asthma, eczema, allergies, chronic cystitis, nephropathy, all sorts of things. So please read that book because it will give you hope. It will give you a lot of tips because the stories are very detailed and people detail there what exactly they did and how they did it. And many of these wonderful people provided their contact details in the book. They're happy to be contacted by other people who are struggling with the same condition and give them assistance and give them support for free. So please read that book. It will give you hope. It will give you um, a lot of information and it can actually provide you with a body with a person that will support you over the phone or um, via emails. I also want to suggest your internal bliss cookbook. That's one of our basic staples here in our kitchen. And uh, it's great for people who are interested in not only using uh, great recipes that Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride has put together, but it's also wonderful for people who are interested in grain-free, sugar-free, lactose-free recipes. Thank you. Thank you, Sharon. Uh, There are some other books now. Internal Bliss wasn't written by me. That was written by one of the patients. And there are a couple more books that have been written by patients who have recovered. Uh, Wonderful ladies. Uh, One of them is by Hilary Boynton, uh, How to Cook with Gaps. It's a fantastic cookbook. Another book is called um, Fresh and Fermented, uh, which has been written by uh, Nicole D'Antoni 
in Australia. That's a wonderful book, uh, has particularly in terms of fermented recipes. Any of you who want to really go into fermentation, please read that book. It's called The Alchemy Cookbook. Alchemy Cookbook by Nicole D'Antoni. And we also have a DVD, which is uh, um, GAPS DVD, which goes through the whole diet, step by step. It goes through the whole introduction diet, because introduction diet is structured in six stages. So you can go directly on that DVD to any stage. If you're on the first stage, you can click directly on that and watch every recipe that's allowed on that stage and that you need to follow on that stage. And that's it's, sold on your website? That's right. It's on my website in the resources. Okay, so wrapping resources, it up here. Okay, me, you will get all these uh, titles. Okay, great. Um, I want to remind everyone that I follow the parameters of the GAPS diet, which also parallels Weston A. Price philosophy. I want to invite those who are interested in making changes to their diet for optimal weight and wellness to take advantage of my free report, which you can pick up at www.getyour7daymealplan.com. Again, that's www.getyour7daymealplan.com. And I also want to thank everyone from around the world who have been following me. Um, it's really, I've received a very, in a short period of time, a very amazing response to my show. And again, I want to bring to everyone's attention that the, show, the premise of the show is clean living in a toxic world. So the show focuses on how you can live safely in a toxic world. Um, I also want everybody to join me next week. Uh, Dr. Circus, uh, he is going to be joining me and sharing with me how to inexpensively treat the most, most health problems with magnesium chloride, sodium bicarbonate, which is baking soda, and iodine. So that ought to be an interesting show. And again, I appreciate everyone for uh, joining me today and look forward to seeing you all again next week. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Whole Healthy Living. Please join Sharon Brennan again next Friday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a great weekend of clean, whole, healthy living, and we'll see you here next week.